and welcome to Fresh Media Presents Podcast. I'm your host. You're joined by myself, Christian and Paris. Uh, you are joined into episode nine of Fresh Media Presents. We are joined here by Alicia. How you doing? Hello. I'm welcome good, to the you. podcast. Welcome, welcome. welcome. So first of all, we just want to thank the listeners for tuning in every week, every Sunday. We appreciate it. So let's get to it. So, so tell me about yourself. My name's Alicia St. Just. I'm from Birmingham, born and raised. Um, I'm an actor, theatre practitioner. I do events, a lot of youth work. Um, yeah, I took a bit of a long, unplanned break from acting. Mm. I've seen a lot of my own um, youth work projects, done some projects in St. Kitts in the Caribbean. Oh, cool. Where, because a lot of them haven't been exposed to drama. Yeah. So um, I exposed them to that. Um, they, and let me try to stop saying, um, <laughs> they created short films based on issues that they go through on the island. Okay. So there was that. Yeah. So that's me. So how did you get into acting in the first place? When I was younger, I was very creative. Me and my cousins would come up with these little plays, little musicals, practice them and then go into the living room to my auntie and her boyfriend and just mm. like perform them. Mm. We just used to love expressing ourselves, creating our own little stories. And I just found it was a great outlet to express myself. Yeah. So did you go to a drama school in Birmingham or? No, I didn't actually. Okay. Um, I've done a lot of courses. Yeah. On the job training, but never been to drama school. Okay, cool. Because we're doing a future episode. It's titled, Do You Need to Go to Drama School to Be a Good Actor? Obviously, you haven't been to drama school and obviously you're doing bits. Do you feel like you need to go to drama school or do you feel like the way you're happy the route you took to get to I'm happy with are. the route that I took yeah the last few years of my life I've been traveling quite a bit I mm. work away a lot so I work in Oxford Cambridge done some work in St Kitts okay. I was recently in Atlanta last year mm. um, actually training so I find short courses are better for me mm. and the training that I did in Atlanta the style that they did is the style that I love it's mm. more about being truthful and natural and being in the moment and bringing you to the character, whereas a lot of schools will teach you to, you know, look behind the lines, what's your objective here, break it down, what are you going to say in this, what's your tactic? And it's like, as a human being, we don't plan it, everything out to the, like, what we're going to say. So mm. it's about being in that moment. And I took that into my audition today and they were like, are you classically trained? And I'm like, <laughs> no, I've, I've been doing some bits. And I was like, very impressed. So that just goes to show that way for me, is working for me. I can't talk for other people, but yeah. for me, it's, it's working. Okay. So how do you get into character? So if you go and feel like, you know, you had your audition, what do you, how do you prepare mentally for an audition? Do you just kind of like, so they give you the script, you look at the character. How do you then, you know, kind of come out and be like, all right, this is how I'm going to do it? Okay, so with the audition that I had today, when I got the script, read through it a few times, see what the story's about, had a bit of a breakdown on... The, who the character was, asked the director a few questions, like missing bit pieces that I needed to know. Mm -hmm. um, and then I kind of looked at what the situation... So I can give you a bit of information about it. So basically it's called Those We Leave Behind, and it's about two patients um, on a chemotherapy ward. Wow. Um, mm. So I haven't ever had cancer, touch wood, never mm. will have. Touch wood. <laughs> Amen. Blessings in here. Um, so... What they taught us in Atlanta was sometimes you'll get a, a scenario that you've never been through. It might be mm -hmm. like a murderer, but you've never murdered anyone. But what are those thoughts and feelings that that murderer 
might be going through that you can connect to your life. So mm. could it be guilt? When have you felt guilty? Did you cheat on your boyfriend? Did you cheat on your girlfriend? So it's about connecting those emotions with what you've been through, mm. basically, and then bring that to the character. So I just basically looked at... So this character that I went for, she is her last chance, basically. If this chemotherapy doesn't work, it's game over, there's no more. Mm. So... Fear, trying to be strong. She's got two um, small kids and a husband. Mm -hmm. So when did I ever feel fearful? So it's about taking those situations in my life and then translating into the mm. character. But also then not planning, oh, I'm going to say it this way and I'm going to say it that way, which is what the talks in Atlanta. Like, we always plan, oh, I'm going to say this line like this. And then when you do the audition, oh, man, I didn't say that line like that. But it's about being present, actively listening to your partner and being in those feelings and taking and reacting off that. So whatever they give give you, mm. react off that. Yeah. Because they might do something different and it's like, oh, well, I planned this in my head. I'm you want to be natural. Yeah. yeah, it has to be natural. Yeah, you don't want to be staged. Because you can see it, even though you think people can't see it, we see it. When mm. it's so staged, you're like, this is staged, man. You don't want to be too like like a robot where you're doing things that like... Yeah, boom, exactly. Boom, boom. You want to kind of like do your own style and have yeah. your own style too. Otherwise, you know, what's the point? Mm. You know, I think... I can't remember who it was, but I think there was an actor that was saying that normally when they're given a script, there's so much ways you can do it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It depends on how you do it. It's not It's not just because of the words. You don't have to look at the words. You have to look deeper into that mm. and then do it in a way you do it. Because I think that's what they look at. Uh, well, me and Paris actually done a few auditions. Mm. And we, when we look at for, we, we look trapped, at personality. Yeah. Well. Yeah. So we when we did Trapped, um, so obviously we had, we knew exactly how we wanted the actor to do mm. it. Everyone came in and done it the way they thought it'd be. But the way a lot of them, the way when they came in, it's not how we wanted it to be. So it depends how you look at the script mm. and interpret it. And there's only one person, one or two people that actually came in and actually delivered and saw it the way we did it. So Yeah. And also sometimes you might look in, you might have a picture in your head, but someone might come and do it the other way. And you'd be like, oh, that kind of works. Yeah. Mm. And, you know, and then you could be like, well, I didn't thought about that, but that kind of yeah. works. And then mm. you take it into consideration. It just depends. I think it's that. And you also gain understandings as well. So when they come and do it, you don't think of that way. Yeah. But you think, okay, that is a possibility. Mm, exactly. So yeah, for us, it's it the little good. nuance that you can't write. Yeah. You know, it's just the little gestures there, the little head yeah. movements or little things that you just, it's not in the script that you can't write, but mm. it's just there. And Because one thing they taught us, they told us to like cross out the stage directions. Mm -hmm. So it was like cry here or stand up here. So it's like cross it out. We want you to, whatever you feel in that moment, that's what you want. Action. What yeah. you need to do. Mm. And I just found, it, works, I was just like, it was mind-blowing. Like, mm. sometimes you get like a role when it's like you got to be emotional and like, mm. oh, I really want to cry in this scene. And then you <laughs> don't get it. Yeah. <laughs> but then the way that they, because I play a lot of emotional roles, but the way that they did it, it's just like, if it didn't come, I was never like angry or the tears didn't come. Uh, but every time, mm. I, it was just like, I was in this emotional state and it's just like built every time I thought, oh, where can I go from here now? And then the other director come and like, right, I want you to add this to it. And it's like, whoa, it's just... So what, can you cry on cue? Like, if you were to say, cry now, you could just cry. Uh, don't know about all of that. I'm not saying you should cry, I'm just saying well, like, yeah. but like... I'd have, I'd have to have a, like a little, oh, sorry, not the table, um, a little little moment, but mm. yeah. Oh, really? Because I know, for example, when we film a Trapped, um, one of the actors, she can cry, so we had to use tear ducts. And, um, but another person literally went in another room, listened to a music song and she was bawling, man. I've got a song as well. Literally. Yeah. So, oh, so well, there's the song a specific works. songs that... that kind of, 
it's take you to that place. Take you to the place yeah. to cry in it. Sometimes you have to do that though. Oh, I can never do a crying scene. If I was to be an actor, that's one thing I wouldn't be able to do. Crying. But I think as an actor, sometimes it's good to know if you know, can I take yourself like, there. Mm, isn't yeah. It? Yeah. I just feel like. I don't know, when I see men crying, especially actors, it don't work for me. It's just like, it looks, Why? I don't know, it just don't work for me. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, they, they, I don't know, man. I don't know, it don't work. It just, I don't like, why are you crying, man? No, like, some, it, it depends. Your depends. bitch ass crying. Oh, what? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, I just don't. No, random men hide their feelings. Exactly. <laughs> oh, maybe, maybe. I know I need to come, maybe I'm just like generic, old school mindset. I don't know, man. I just, I don't know, man. I don't work, I, personally. I mean, there's some few actors that when they cry, it like, looks... Really, now you know there's that gangster crying where you can like cry, like who is it that was so crying? Like you know what's that? Uh, what was it Pursuit of Happiness? You know when Will Smith oh, was crying? Oh my yeah, he did that crying well. Like mm. it's a good film and his acting was on point. So when he was crying, it was kind of like a, it didn't look corny or anything. It was like mm. a like a manly cry. There's yeah. a manly crying. There's like weeping and you know. So uh, a manly cry. Nah, what's a manly cry though? What? And then like, <coughs> oh, muscles are flexed. Yeah, we're just like rubbing your eyes, but you're not like, <laughs> like that doesn't, so it don't work. It don't, I don't know. You have to be, mm. but I feel like with with um, certain roles, is there a role that you thought, you know, oh, it's hard for you to like tap into and you can't do? Like, it's just. What about this, can't, the one the audition you went to today? Yeah, would that did be you, one of did them? That, was that like a struggle? It wasn't a struggle. Um, I just found the way that the audition was set up mm. kind of, threw me off a little bit. Okay. Oh, Even yeah. though I practiced at home by myself yeah. with this imaginary person next to me. But because the guy was over the other side of the table behind a, a phone filming mm. me and I was delivering the lines to him at first, it kind of threw me off because mm. I felt like I couldn't really connect to him. Yeah. But then I kind of just had to just like take a moment and thought, okay, even though you planned, the, again, I planned that the person was next to me. Oh, but then I, I was like, okay, they could be sitting opposite you. So I just had to quickly switch in my mind. Yeah. They're sitting opposite me and then I just got... Mm into that moment and just hushed my head. Because sometimes you just get into your head and you're just like thinking all these things about this. It's like, no, mm. be here, be present. So I'm really trying to actively listen. So what kind of roles do you go for? So do you go for more realistic roles in terms of like maybe domestic violence or knife crime, or do you go for fiction? You know, ones that, you know, just normal fiction. I'm passionate about um, social issues. So the domestic violence, course, the knife yeah. crime. Um, my motto since 2006 was or is challenging mindsets through the, through the arts. Mm. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I used to have my own um, youth theatre company mm. called right. Shalom Street Theatre. So it was like bringing peace to the streets through theatre. Um, so, yeah, that's what I write stuff with, where it's got like a mental health background to it or something that can get people to think, mm. you know, um, challenge mindsets, encourage support. So the stuff that I did in St. Kitts, um, the first project that I did, the young one school looked at like bullying and peer pressure. It was their choice what topic they looked at. Mm. But then at the end of it, I got them, um, I got some information on different services on the island that the young people could, you know, um, reach out to if they were going through these issues because there's a bit of a gap. So the young people are going through these issues, but then they don't know that there's these organisations on the island. Mm. So we created this piece. So you watch the piece and then thinking, oh, I've been through that, and then you got the information. I'm about helping people through theatre and film. Okay. Mm. Is there any roles that you would turn down per se and just be like, you'll read the script and you'd be like, oh, I can't do this. Even though the money's nice. Let's say the money's nice, you know. A lot of a lot of actors, they they go by job by job. Do you know what I mean? They yeah. have bills to pay. So, you know, some will just do it just for that. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I'm coming from? So Where I say I some writing... actors ain't got morals. They just... No, not, not saying that. Of course <laughs> I'm not saying that. <laughs> 
Um, at this point, probably full on nudity. Mm. Whoa. I don't think I could. Oh, you can't, okay. No. Could you do that right now? Yeah, I don't think I could do that. I'm saying that now, but I don't know. <laughs> I just said that the word is right. <laughs> the the, the co star's right here. <laughs> <laughs> that check comes, you know, six figures, okay. You know. Daddy, close your eyes. Um, <laughs> um, what else? What if, okay, so you said nudity. What if the storyline's really good, but it just involves you being naked for that split second? Would you do it? Split second. Mm. If there's a personal trainer that's gonna, you know, train me first, then maybe. Mm. <laughs> yeah, I'd have to feel comfortable, like, within my body at that point mm. for me to be like, I get you. Hey, guys. Mm. No, so. Mm. That's one to think about. I never say never, but. That's something, yeah. That's something that first I wouldn't be like, if I saw like a. Audition, it's like well, nudity. I'd be like, I probably would skip over it and look for something else first yeah. before I'd run to that part. Yeah, mm. I agree. So have you? So have you worked on anything recently? Any projects coming out to be expected? Um, my own personal project in Saint Kitts again. It's so easy to film stuff there. So if mm. you ever want to come, let me know. Yeah. Um, in when was it? I was there in June, July. And I shot a short scene at the hotel that I was staying at on the mm. beach, three minutes called Whispers from the Ocean. Okay. I basically did it because I needed some showreel material because mm. they're like, casting directors, like, what have you got? You ain't mm. got nothing because no one knows, wants to put you in anything. It's like Catch-22. And for some reason, in Birmingham, sometimes I can find it's a bit closed off. Not everyone wants to work together or let people. It's a bit like mm. cliquey yeah. at times. Um, so I thought, you know what? I'm just going to print my own stuff. So I wrote a short thing actually on the plane on the way there and then I had a friend that does videography over there and he wants content so I was like okay let's do it another friend of mine was actually going over there at the same time because it was a music festival mm -hmm. and he's an actor so we was like I was like do you want to be in this thing he's like yeah sure so we shot that it was only supposed to be for showroom material but because of the feedback on it everyone's like when's part two when's part mm. two I'm like yeah oh okay mm. so um, wrote part two. I went back in December for carnival. Mm. My grandparents are from St. Kitts, that's why okay. I was there. And then shot part two, so that's actually getting edited at the moment. Mm. Cool. But then I met up with um, an actor from Birmingham just for some advice, and she basically told me to stop giving my stuff away for free. Yeah, she's like, Where'd you put it just on YouTube? I'm like, Yeah, mm. she goes, But what is that? doing for me so she told me to enter into festivals so mm -hmm. potentially yeah. I might hold that one back part two yeah. mm. and enter it but we'll see but I do want to I've got some other stuff um, I did a show on um, mental health but specifically black men yeah when it comes to grief yeah oh, so maybe you don't want to watch this one yeah for our knife crime film yeah. oh, okay so obviously our lead is called Dion and we kind of show his mental health journey after losing his father to knife crime and it's very it's very deep so when we do shoot it it's we're really gonna get them to explore the emotions so mm. obviously other black men will feel no way do you get one coming yeah. from about showing their feelings and talking about it because there's nothing wrong about 
there's nothing wrong with talking about your feelings and Definitely. I do feel like because mm-hmm. I <laughs> that's what I'm saying no but you know what I've got I said I've got like talking. black friends and family who can't talk about their feelings yeah. they talk to me or their friends that's fine no problem but it's not it's like they can't go around their parents and start saying how they feel because they'll be like you're young why have you got problems yeah. kind of thing and you know we try to get it out there that it's okay to talk mm-hmm. about your feelings and it's I definitely love- okay to talk about your feelings so if you've got any problems just talk about it <laughs> This guy, this guy, you, you changed your tone, didn't you? No, I said about crying. I say when they when they cry on camera, it's funny. But when you're talking, it's different. You know, you can talk about your feelings, but not, mm. just not, try not to cry too much when you're talking about your feelings. Why? <laughs> because if you're gonna sh- listen, it's okay to cry. Some people yeah. just need to cry. Do you understand? You wouldn't like me then, because I cry a lot. <laughs> I'm very sensitive. No, it's good. It's good mm. to be. Oh, if it's a female. <laughs> no, no. I'm just saying when you're crying, just crying like just tear cry. Don't. <laughs> it just, oh, I don't know, wow. just tear cry, tear cry, just tears. Like, let tears stream, and that's it. Let's, we start, you know. What, so suppose, for example, a relative passes away, they're not allowed to cry. Do you get where I'm coming from? Mm-hmm. Are they meant to just go in the room and just think about it? Or do you get where I'm coming from? Some people need to cry to express. I don't, how wait, 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 how did this get I never said people shouldn't cry. <laughs> I was talking about actors crying on camera. Mm. This is what I was talking about, okay. actors crying on so camera. So you're not I'm talking not... about real life? No, I don't know how, it's not real life situation. Well, is art supposed to in, imitate real life? <laughs> mm. Well, I suppose, I suppose. I don't know where we're going with this, but I'm just saying. <laughs> so last week, um, we released, well, a few weeks ago, we released an episode on diversity in the creative industry. Oh, yeah. What are your thoughts? Because you're obviously in the industry. How do you feel about it? Where do you think it is going? Where is it progressing? Are we going backwards or? Sometimes I feel like it's going backwards and sometimes yeah. I feel like it is progressing mm. slowly. Um, yeah, it's hard. I think that's part of the reason why I went to Atlanta mm. to kind of connect with people over there because mm. that is just like black Hollywood. So many like black entrepreneurs, successful yeah. people. And to be a dark-skinned female mm. there, you're more celebrated than like in mm. England. It's more like, sorry now, kind mm. of thing. It's, mm. It has been a bit of a struggle. So I think that's why I create my own stuff yeah. and why I'm like, I'm willing to go elsewhere. That's like, it. So mm. what do you feel like they cast you out based on your skin tone and like, because you're black in terms of certain roles or that you may apply for in terms of when you go for certain auditions or certain just film in general? I feel like more before that, like, when you look for roles, like even on, I'm gonna call out this, should I call it out? Can you call it out? No, forget it. Right. On Is this, it a big company? Yeah, I'm not gonna call it out. Don't okay. call it out, just say this company. No names, no name. no name. Yeah, I'm not gonna go there. No name, no um, name. This company, when you go in there looking for roles, it's just like one in every thousand that you find something that you're like, oh, okay, I fit this brief. Mm. So it's more before you even go into the room because yeah. you can't even get into the room because they're not looking for you in the first place. And mm. they never really are. It's just only once in the blue yeah. room, really. Yeah. So really? have you ever have you ever been to an audition for like a big like prime time TV show or like a mainstream show, and then you haven't got the role? No, no? I haven't. Um, Scream for me is more of a new thing. Yeah, my background's theatre. After my lung gun plan break. Last year, I was like, do you know what? I want to move a bit more into screen. Definitely still do theatre because that is my first love. Yeah. Um, but so this is kind of a new journey in a sense, mm. even though it's been a year-ish. So we shall see. Mm. I see. We shall see. That's all right. Anyway, thank you so much. It's a pleasure having you today. Thank you. Right. So do you have... so? Tell everybody your socials, where they can find you, any projects you have coming out, you know, 
shout it out so um, you can find me on Twitter I don't use it very often mm. Instagram I think that's where I met you yeah 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 because we're talking about the knife crime film the audience um, so okay you can find me on Instagram all my social media actually and my website is my name so Elisha St. Just I'm sure there's going to be like a my name's going to be written out on here because it's spelled differently um, yeah so hit me up um, on my YouTube you can see the short films that I've done and the ones that will be coming out soon we'd just like to thank the listeners for tuning in every week every Sunday thank you thank you so much thank you for having me nice.